Welcome to the King Pepper Snake Show with your host, King Pepper Snake himself, Harry J. Riley. Welcome everybody to the King Pepper Snake Show. I am your host with the most, Harry J. Riley. <laughs> and if you think my voice is sounding uh, smoother, silkier, I just got closer to the mic. That's all. I just got a little bit closer. <laughs> uh, this is the King Pepper Snake Show. In case you downloaded something that you thought was going to be about um, King Cobras, this is not a show about King Cobras. Uh, we, well, I, I shouldn't say we, there's no staff, just me. We don't make any money at this. Uh, talk about movies talk about box office results because I like that I like to talk about that and then we usually have a list prepared and this week's list is top 5 mythical beasts yeah top 5 mythical creatures and when I talk about mythical creatures, I'm not talking about cryptozoological, you know, like cryptids, like Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about mythological creatures from like ancient Rome and stuff like that. Uh, there's a couple that I didn't put on the list and I'll, and I'll let you know when, uh, when I get there. But, uh, I've been, I've been filming sketches, uh, premiering sketches, writing sketches, and uh, a couple years ago, I really wanted to get, all right, I'll, I'll go back even further, about three years ago, maybe um, even longer than that now. Uh, Spokane, Spokane comedy scene started uh, writing and uh, filming sketches, and you know it was led by some very creative people. Stephen Ty, who lives out in uh, Florida right now, shout out to Stephen Ty and uh, Tom Miceford. Uh, good buddy. He lives out in uh, Chicago, Illinois right now. So if you see him on the subway, don't shank him. Give him 50 cent. Uh, man, as soon as I started podcasting, they decided to bring out the heavy machinery. Y'all probably hear because I hear. Uh, that's the cost of living next to a landscaping company. Uh, but anyway, I really like the process of filming sketches. I really like the process of uh, setting everything up, writing it, you know, taking the best of what you got and putting it together. Um, the thing is, is that you don't do it because you think it's going to be the next best um, thing that hits the internet. I don't think that I don't, I really don't think sketches are 
what's breaking the internet nowadays. I think uh, more reality type stuff. Oh, this guy caught a baby from a 10-story window, stuff like that. But you do it because you want your creativity to come out. And uh, that's that's why I do a lot of the things that I do that's not stand-up comedy related. I do it because you only get so much time on stage and that creativity has to go somewhere. And for me, uh, it's always leaked out in the form of writing. I feel like every, well, most comedians, there's a lot of comedians who they just do stand up and it's like, man, you, you have not, you have no other endeavors. You just do stand up. Uh, but most stand up comedians that I know have other means of, uh, creative release. And, uh, for me, it's always been splayed out of, uh, amongst a bunch of different things. Uh, sometimes I'm writing. Sometimes I'm uh, for this, some type of photography. Uh, or trying to... Uh, I, I, I've filmed two unreleased many documentaries one on the Spokane comedy scene and one on uh, my girlfriend who's a nail tech um, and I, I, I kind of forgot what I was trying to get to but my, my point is, is that I'm, I'm always aiming to create and if people enjoy it, that's just a byproduct of the creation. Like with the podcast, you know, I like I like to make podcasts. That's all that's all that is. I like to create podcasts because I listen to a bunch of podcasts. I don't I don't consider like what I'm doing to be any more or less entertaining than anything else. I just tried to, uh, I, you know, it's, it's something, it's something to do to kind of curve the insanity of not being able to perform stand up. Cause I always feel like if I'm not on stage for a while, I get this, this urge to, to do. And uh, podcasts are, are a great way for you to create and at the same time try to be funny on the fly. I know this section right here hasn't been uh, too funny. Uh, um, I have a couple more sketches in the pipeline. I have a, I have a good many more actually. It's uh, the thing about uh, my sketches, though, is that not that much of me is actually in it. It's mostly me doing 
weird things or me saying ridiculous things. So um, I'm a little worried like, oh man, I wonder if anybody is um, in, enjoying sketches that don't involve, you know, the person creating the sketch in the sketch. It's uh, a lot of stock footage, a lot of uh, stock images, you know, and me just blabbering, you know, just talking over it. But, um, you know, they've been received pretty well. I mean, considering who I am, I never I never aim too high. And I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but I never aim too high because I understand where I am in terms of eyeballs, if that makes any sense. I can't, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a low level comedian, you know, low level, uh, I'd probably say a mid-level feature, a low level uh, headliner, you know, I would obviously not sell out any place without a lot of uh, gimmicks. Uh, so when I put these things out, I know that, uh, I mean, your hopes are that, oh, it'll catch on. But I also know, also understand that it might not just because of uh, the amount of overall people who know me. You know, you can have 5,000 friends on Facebook or 10,000 followers, but that doesn't mean that that's 10,000 people who actually care about anything you create. You know, they they might enjoy something that you did, but, they, but they're not gonna, you know, fall on everything, you know. So, you know, let's get on to uh, the box office results for the week. This is the box office results, and I got a new mouse. That's been my, that's been like my um, white whale lately, finding a, a, a decent gaming mouse. That's been like the thing that I've been hunting for um, right now. Right now, I'm dealing with the G603 from Logitech. I've gone through four gaming mice. Went through all three of the wire, and it's a wireless. I, I, the reason why I've been going through so many is because I wanted a mouse that I could connect. Because what I want to do is I want to connect my. I want to be able to connect my iPad or my laptop to my screen that I have here. And I want to be able to uh, use my mice, my mouse and keyboard with, uh, with my Mac and with my PC. So that means I need a Bluetooth and wireless uh, mouse and keyboard. And to find a gaming uh, mouse that will do all of that is is hard. So I have I've had to rely on uh, 
just a few uh, models out of all the gaming mice. I had to only uh, deal with a small number of those. So let's get on to the box office results for the week. The last weekend of August. Uh, so sad. A lot of people are already counting some out. But up in Spokane, you know, it's it's already starting to look gloomy. So, you know, just want to hear a sad Simon and Garfunkel song right now. The sun has decided to go away. Outside you can no longer stay. <laughs> uh, number one for this weekend, Angel Has Fallen. With $21.3 million. That is with Gerard Butler and our boy Morgan Freeman, the sexiest voice on the planet. Uh, I thought it was going to do pretty well, and it, and it did. Um, number two, Good Boys with $11.6 million. It's doing, it did pretty well. It's made its money back and some. It's doubled up $41.9 million dollars total out of 20 million dollar budget Seth Rogen's done it again number three Overcomer with 8.1 million it's already made his money back on a 5 million dollar budget Man, do your thing playboy number four Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw with 8 million it's made 147 million in the United States go ahead and at number five, The Lion King, 2019, the one with real-looking tigers and shit. I said tigers, they're lions. With $8.065 million, rounding out the top ten. Number six, Ready or Not. Number seven, The Angry Birds movie, Disappointed. Number eight, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Number nine, Dora... And the lost city of gold, and at number ten, once upon a time in Hollywood. What's coming out this weekend? Not a damn thing. There's nothing coming out. I mean, you could go see Bennett's War if there's a theater around you that's playing it, because it's only shown in 970 theaters. So good luck with that. Or the horror movie Don't Let Go, which I don't know anything about. Like, the commercial was just like, oh, black guy looking scared. I'm like, nah, I'm good. And that's only in 922 theaters, so I don't know what they're trying to do, but probably not going to work. Uh, next week, though, is when it gets crack-a-lackin' with It Chapter 2. Ain't nothing else coming in theater. That movie going to do gangbusters. Yeah, boy, that's when we start getting ridiculous. That's when uh, more um, movies start coming out, and it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, that's when it's the fall movie season with stuff with people trying to get awards and stuff. That's when that comes in. Now, let's go over our latest list. Top five mythological creatures now when i say mythological creatures i am not talking about i'm not talking about crypt 
tits. I'm not talking about Chupacabra. I'm not talking about Bigfoot. I'm not talking about Loch Ness Monster. I'm not talking about none of that crap. I'm talking about uh, more of old school mythological beast, you know, from the BCs and stuff, from Greek and Roman legends or Chinese legends or African legends. You know, I, I didn't really keep it to one, but these are my favorites and it just happen to be mainly in uh, Greek and Rome. I don't know if that's a Eurocentric view, but it is what it is, Playboy. Uh, I left dragons off, uh, not for any reason in particular. I like dragons, but I thought these were more interesting. So let's go over them. Number five, the Minotaur, half bull, half man, all murdering beast. Was a, a Greek legend of a labyrinth with him roaming around in it, just killing fools. He was like the, like the Ed Gein of his day, just tearing sons of bitches up, putting eyeballs on his arm. I don't know if he did that, but um, he was a, he was born from a lady, but for some reason he came out half bull, half person, you know? So unless she married a bull, something is amiss. And then the king was like, you know what? Throw his ass in the Lambert. And I'm gonna let fools go down there and get stabbed in the face with his horns. And then one dude was like, man, watch this. And he went down there and he beat the Minotaur and he, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on the rest of it. I didn't read the story before I started recording. So that's what uh, transpired in the story. So number five, Minotaur. Why did I pick him? Because he's a murderous beast, man. Every time you see him, he's always buff. He's got a bull head. If I had to have another animal's head, a bull's head, not a bad head. Nice and broad. It's got weapons on it. Number four, sirens. Yes. These are usually portrayed as beautiful women with little with wings. And like uh, in World of Warcraft, they usually have like uh, fish um, lower halves, but they usually have wings. And they sing a pretty tune. They sing really nice. And when sailors sail by, they hear the beautiful voice and they jump in the water and die. I don't know what they do with the bodies. I don't know what's the purpose of it. I don't know. I think they've been cursed somehow. Um, and so now they lead people to their death. But I don't know what they do once they get the person. I mean, in World of Warcraft, they just kind of seduce them and the, and the guy just sitting there like, I love your voice. I love your voice. But, you know, it's not like they eat them or something. So there's got to be something devious going on. But I like how, you know, it's like, oh, I'm pretty, but I'm deadly. Um, so number four, Sirens. Number three, Chimera. Chimera is usually um, two animals mixed together uh, for... Um, I'm typing it in right now, if you hear. Uh, 
In a Greek mythology, it's a fire-breathing female monster with a lion's head, a goat's body, and a serpent's tail. That is uh, very specific. And I like it because if you think about it, I mean, we've beautified a lot of these uh, creatures, you know, throughout time. Like, the Minotaur is not, like, all sexy, but just with a bull's head. He was probably, like, gross and smell bad. And, you know, and the sirens probably weren't, like, cute up close. They From far away, a lot of people look good. Shoot, do you see me from a football field away? I'm pretty damn sexy and thin. But as soon as you get up close, you're like, oh, no, I made a mistake. Um, and that's how, and I think that's what it is with a chimera. Because it's like, it's like, you know, it didn't like, it, it's three different things. Lion's head, goat's body, and a serpent's tail. You know that you're going to see like weird stitching. It's probably going to be sticky and gross. You know how bad that thing would smell? Have you ever hung out with some male goats? They smell bad. They're rank. But I like it. Because it's like somebody was like, man, let's throw three random things together. They didn't even think about cool things. They were just like random. Let's just throw random things together. Uh, giraffe, uh, panda, and frog. Now, chimera in science usually means somebody, uh, there's a couple of famous, um, cases with people who had um uh different uh blood types depending on where you stuck them or like different uh uh i want to say dna but i i don't want to say dna um but they had two different um identifying um features in their uh, body and they call them chimeras so number three chimera just because i think it would be cool to see that gross ass thing number two the griffin if you've heard any of my material you know that i've brought up griffins at least in three separate jokes i like griffins because it's uh it's a falcon it's like a a, a well a bird i shouldn't say a falcon because it could be an eagle, you know, but a bird and a lion together. And it flies. What's better than a flying animal? I love flying beasts. Do you mean to tell me this one is big enough for you to ride? Of course it's my um, number two. It's a griffin. It probably would smell bad, though. At least it's a meat eater, though, so you know what to feed it. Even if it was a lion, you were still feeding meat. You know, it's an eagle. Just feed it fish meat, you know. It doesn't really change up the meat. You just got to go to a different person for your meat. And at number one, my number one favorite mythological creature, and if you guys know anything about me at all, you already know what number one is. Number one, 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 one. Unicorn. And why do I like unicorns? Mm. 
I like them because it's uh, it's like the it the unicorn gets to play in a lot of different fields because uh, if you're a young girl, you might like a unicorn. Uh, unicorns are uh, play well with um the young people. They play well with uh, metalheads. Because what's cooler than a horse with a weapon on its head? You know, so, I, so so that's why I like it. And it also bucks the trend, I feel, of just having a black person on stage talking about a unicorn. I think... Uh, um, kind of... I, I find it funny. I also find unicorns funny for some reason. I, I, I can't explain everything I do, you know. But I, I, I think they're funny. I, I think they're more funny than cool, you know, because we've assigned all these traits to them. They fart glitter. Um, if, you, if you could get a hold of the horn, it's just diamonds. You know, uh, the meat will make you live forever. I don't know why you would kill a unicorn. That's probably why there's no more unicorns. There was only eight. At the start, baby Jesus was like, I don't only need eight. They live forever. Don't need more than that. And then, like Cain, after he's done killing his brother, was like, man, I'm about to get me some unicorn meat. You know, so. So those are my top five, man. Top five mytholo mythological creatures. Number five, Minotaur, bullhead. Number four, Sirens, singers of death. Number three, Chimera, all kinds of weird shit. Number two, Griffin, flying for free. And number one, Unicorn, murderous and transportative. I know I just made that word up. And that was my top five list for this week. And that has been the King Pepper Snake show for this week. Thank you for listening. Hit me up on all the social medias. I'm all over the place. I'm all over the space. Just hit me up on Facebook. Um, Harry J. Riley funny person or the King Pepper Snake um, uh, page. Um, I'm on Twitter at King Pepper Snake Show. I'm on Instagram, um, King Pepper Snake. Um, my Xbox Live gamer tag is King Pepper Snake. PlayStation 4, King Pepper Snake. Look, King Pepper Snake. All right, I branded myself. Uh, please join us next week unless something happens to my recording equipment and I won't be able to um, record or I suffer from a bout of depression and I won't record. But as long as I keep going on this um, hyper streak, I'm going to keep on doing stuff. Until then, bye-bye. to the King Pepper Snake Show. Please visit us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, don't eat the yellow snow. Bye.